Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this special What's the Word that assured us about finding out what inspires people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Cheval John, and thank you for joining me. I had the honor of uh, chatting with Gabrielle Yocum. She is the community manager at Zoom, which is a platform as a service for delivering faster, more insightful digital marketing. She is a community manager for them, and her duties include respond to urgent issues pertaining to Zoom's social networks, publishing content with appropriate formatting, crop and filtering as needed, and writing blog posts as well. And her story is unique because she uh, she actually uh, served as a morning produce, show producer and later community manager at Results Radio and State College before graduating from Penn State University. Now, I had the opportunity to chat with her on a live streaming platform called Blab, and of course, uh, this interview is is going to be released because uh, because of an event that's coming up on January 25th called Community Managers um, Appreciation Day. So, without further ado, here's the interview with Gabriel. Gabriel, welcome. Gabriel, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hi guys, how are you? Happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you, Gabby, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here. Truly honored. Uh, we're gonna start with a little icebreaker. I'm gonna ask you, uh, what is your favorite? Who's your favorite sports team and why? I'm gonna have to say Penn State, of course. All sports, Penn State, because I just graduated from there. It's my alma mater, and I'm a huge football fan, of course, because that's the biggest sport that goes on there. But I'm definitely have to say Penn State all around. All right, that's really cool. Now. Now, now to transition into this, uh, we can like, can you share with us about uh, you know being a community manager at Zoom? Yeah, sure. So I can start off by saying a little bit about Zoom because um, I don't know if all of you guys have heard about it before, but we are a startup and we are an influencer engagement platform where we rank and collect social media in real time. And a really good way to explain it is all the chaos that is social media we're able to kind of funnel that into social media visuals that you can put on your website, um, back-end analytics that'll really help drive all of your marketing and social media campaigns, like demographic breakdowns, time of day breakdowns, where you know exactly when you should be posting um, about your brand so you can get the most engagement. We just released something called Emoji Analytics, which is something that no one else has. We're the only platform that has that. It's really Good because emojis are so big, they're just going to keep getting bigger, and you're going to want to know what your community is talking about. So everything that we have is really helpful for me. Um, I don't have to go to any outside source to do my job as a community manager, and it's really helpful. All right, and and of course, like you know, many may want to know more about like you know being a community manager because I can imagine that it's you know it's spending a lot of time you know on social media interacting with uh, customers or or like fans of, of Zoom? Right. Um, so this is my first role as a community manager. I started in sales of Zoom, and then I moved here in October. And I couldn't be happier. I really love sales. I got so much great experience from that. But being around social media is really really where I wanted to be. And being the voice of Zoom and always connecting with our audience and our influencers and all the people who love Zoom is so important to me. And it really drives my day-to-day just talking to people online, joining in Twitter chats, that's why I met Cheval, um, and just making so many friends and just pushing them great content and just kind of going offline and just talking and taking a break from work sometimes also really great. Um, but just connecting with the audience and all of our influencers is really awesome and rewarding for me. All 
Okay, now now that we get out of the way, we got to ask about uh, your journey into becoming a community manager as well. Because many might not know that uh, you were you were actually a producer at your at your, your college radio station at the time, and and then of course you did an internship uh, with the Lehigh Valley uh, Pace, which is a minor baseball team. Can you share with us about uh, about that? How did that prepare you for your role as a community manager? Sure. So, um, like I said before the show started, uh, a little background on me: I was a broadcast journalism major at Penn State. So I initially really wanted to go into radio or TV, and I kind of found my path towards radio. So I got this internship with a radio station in State College, where Penn State is, called C94.5, and I was a part of the morning show, which is called The Morning Zoo. It's now called The Morning Getaway, I believe. Um, But what we did was produce the show. Everything was hands-on. It's not just like a normal internship where I just had to kind of scan papers and email people and stuff like that. It was very hands-on and the best internship I've ever had. It was amazing. My mentor was awesome. All the people I worked with are great. Um, so with the internship, we were able to produce this morning show that went live to the entire State College area. Um, we were co-hosts on the show, which was really great. A lot of interns don't get to do that. Um, we did phones, everything like that. Um, and once the internship concluded, I liked it so much, I decided to go back and produce the show, which was me being in charge of the interns, helping the pr- production of the show go along a little smoother. And then once someone left from the role, I got moved up to community relations manager there. Um, so that's kind of where I started to really love social media. Um, I was handling the social media there, still helping the interns, and then booking people to go onto the show. So constantly engaging with the state college community. It's a little different than being a community manager at Zoom just because it wasn't all on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook like that. Um, but it was through email, but I was always able to welcome them into the show when they came in at 6.30 in the morning. And I knew they were super tired, but I had to be the one to pep them up and talk to them before they got on the radio because some of the kids were 11, 12, 13 years old, and they were a little nervous to be on the air live. Um, but I was the one to help them through that. So it was definitely really rewarding for me. And it made my Penn State experience that much better. All right. Now, now it's really interesting because you said that you know, uh, you know, you did an internship. Do you think that that you know going through an internship is the right is you know is the right path for any college student, especially if they're if they're trying to get work you know work with a with a particular company like within the field like public relations? Definitely, I would one hundred and twenty percent recommend getting an internship. It's opened the doors to so many opportunities, number one, for me. I networked with so many people who worked there, so many people that came in on the show that I talked to, and it also just gave me hands-on experience that I wouldn't have got through classes alone. So for anyone who is thinking about doing an internship and maybe too afraid or too scared or timid, I would 120% just go for it. It'll be the most rewarding experience ever. Uh, Okay, now now I want to know, uh, you know, well, every one of us want to know, uh, what is it like working for a startup? Because I know that, you know, startups is like, is unpredictable while, you know, working for a company, you know, like a established company is almost, you know, you know what's going to happen. You know, you're going to get a, you know, paycheck week, week after week. Like, is it like, is it like, you know, un- unstable in some sense? Or is it like, you know, much exciting and rewarding for you? I would definitely have to go with exciting and rewarding. Um, I think 
a startup was a really good place for me to start in my career because it really kind of mirrored my internship at the radio station. I mean, everything's live. Everyone's running around like crazy at the radio station trying to get things done for the show. Um, something comes up last minute, you got to take care of it really quick because the show's going on and you have 30 seconds to fix something. It was really similar to that experience for me. And working at Zoom was a really good transition for me to college. Um, and it is exciting. It's crazy. Everyone wears different hats at different times all the time every day. Um, so sometimes I could be doing community managing. I write content sometimes. I did sales. I'm helping with the sales team. Um, if I did know how to code, I would be helping the dev team. Um, but it's awesome. I, I really think it's a rewarding experience because you just get three different job roles in one role working for a startup. You really get that hands-on experience that you wouldn't get anywhere else, especially at an established company. Um, nothing Zoom doesn't establish at all, but there's definitely larger companies that you wouldn't get this great experience from. Okay. All right. Now I got to now I got to ask about this. Uh, what are the challenges of being a community manager? The challenges are that your job's unpredictable. Um, so that's kind of what I like about it. But everything's different every day. Something might fall into your lap. Someone's complaining about something on Twitter. They don't really know how Zoom works. Um, and you need to fix it right away. So there's different things that go on all the time. Um, another challenge I would say is, I guess, also related to working in a startup. Um, sometimes because you're trying to do so many different things at once and help every department, you get pulled away from something. So you really have to stay organized and write down, I know that I have an agenda every single day that I have to check off everything before I leave and make sure I get it all done, even if I have to go help sales or a different department with something. So just staying organized is difficult, but you can definitely get through it as long as you work hard and stay after hours and help have people work with you all the time. And it's definitely helpful. Okay. And the, the flip side to that question is the rewards of, of being a community manager. The rewards of being a community manager, there's so many. Um, talking and connecting with people all the time online like you and everyone I meet on Twitter chats is amazing. And then people who are really big fans of Zoom that just get blown away when we get on a demo with them and show them the whole platform is awesome. I always have like a huge smile at the end of my demo when I when someone's like, this is mind blowing. You guys are doing such great work. I can't believe that this is possible that you can be doing this on social media. The other rewards are being the voice of Zoom. Um, I think it's definitely a big job. And when I first started in this role, it was something that I was kind of worried about, um, but nothing to worry now. It's amazing just being the one that spreads the word about Zoom from social and being behind the company. Okay, now, now I'm going to ask about this because many might not, uh, you know, appreciate community managers because they might think that you know community managers is just online, especially you know on social media, and they and it's like many don't understand social media. So, so can you share with us, uh, you know, elab, you know, share with us about more about being a community manager, and especially this, you know, by the time this podcast come out. It'll be probably like close to community managers day. So can you share more about that? Wait, sorry, your question broke up a little bit at the end. I couldn't okay, get that. Sorry. Uh can you sh like uh can you share more about like you know like pe many people might not understand uh you know the role of being a community manager because they might think that 
you know, being on social media all day, just like, you know, on Facebook, checking instant, you know, messages or, or just like, you know, or playing games on social media per se while, while you, while it's like, you know, it's a very challenging role of being a community manager. And can you share, and since we're, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be close to community managers day. So can you, can you share with us about, uh, you know the importance of community managers, and also the important the community managers thing. Right. Okay. So what you said in the beginning, I get that a lot, especially from my friends who they're on social media, but they don't understand exactly what my role is. And they're like, "What do you do all day? Do you just sit on social media and talk to people and tweet out pictures and stuff like that?" But it's definitely much more than that. I would say on a normal day for a community manager, for me, talking for myself. Um, I definitely go into work with a plan of what I want to do that day. There's always something to be shared. I always try to share valuable content through all the social channels that we have. Um, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google+, LinkedIn, and Snapchat. Um, so utilizing Snapchat is something that I'm really into right now just because it's getting so much bigger. Um, and sharing content on there. And then being a community manager is more than just being a social media manager. It's connecting with your audience, um, trying to build a, what we call a Zoom family around the brand, pushing people to get to know Zoom a little better, um, and just seeing, showing them that this is a platform that's really easy to use, it's very cost-effective, and we're making huge strides that no other company is. So it's a lot more than just posting on social media. It's connecting with your audience and all of your followers, making new friends. That's my, one of my favorite parts is meeting new people all the time every day. Okay, and and then uh, then now uh, can you share more about the uh, community managers day that's coming up, uh, like very, on January twenty fifth. Right. So, community manager appreciation day (CMAD) um, is coming up on Monday, January twenty fifth, and it's something I'm really looking forward to because I think community managers do so much work and should be appreciated and rewarded for that on that day, if not every single day. Um, so something that we're doing as a company that I'm just starting tomorrow um, is reaching out to people, and we want to highlight all community managers on our Twitter page by having them send in a video um, text in the form of a tweet, so under 140 characters, a picture, a graphic, or a Snapchat video that they can download and email to us. So it's going to be talking about how they started in their career as a community community manager, um, What's their what's the most rewarding? What's the most challenging part of the job? Um, who's your biggest inspiration? Questions like that, and we really want to highlight what makes community managers keep going, um, how they started, and stuff like that. But there's also going to be a 24-hour live streaming um, panel discussions all day around the event. So, community managers, if you don't know about this already, you need to be joining in all these conversations because it's just a day off, and you need to have fun and really reward yourself and what you're doing. So it's going to be a really awesome day, and I hope you guys all look out for what Zooms is doing. And if you know any community managers that would like to be highlighted on our timeline for that day, please reach out to us. Um, we're at Z-O-O-M-P-H, and we'd love to highlight all of your friends or for you if you're a community manager. All right. Now, I got now I got to ask this question. Uh, how, why, do you think, uh, why do you think many uh, entrepreneurs, uh, college students, or even employees should be on social media? I think if you're not on social media, you need to be for sure because 
it's the way of the future. Um, right now, our company is a social media analytics and listening company. So kind of it's like a kind of, um, what's the word, nice to have thing right now. And we're really trying to change that. And I think in a couple of years, everyone's going to know about social media listening. So for now, you need to get at least on social media. And it's so important for brands and everyone to be on there to really connect with people in your industry. Even if you're not in the social media industry, it's important if you're in HR or any other department to be connecting to other people and make those connections. And just know what's going on. It's a really great place to get all of your news from. Instead of reading a newspaper, which, I mean, I was a journalism major. I should be preaching to keep reading the newspaper. But social media is just a really quick way to get information and learn about anything. Um, sometimes I don't even go to Google anymore to look something up. I just go to Twitter or Facebook where I know people are talking about it. And I can find the best, quickest content from really reliable sources. Um, and I think that's the broadcast major talking to me, talking out inside of me a little bit. But Social media has, honestly, this might sound corny, but changed my life. Um, this is kind of a sad story, but it's really important for, like, how I became a community manager and really fell in love with social media. But um, two, almost two years ago, uh, I was hospitalized in the ICU for having a stroke. And that's really uncommon for people my age, um, under 25. So it really hit hard. And I was out of commission for about a week in a coma. And while I was out, when I woke up and kind of like came to and realized what was going on, my phone and laptop were just flooded with messages on all social media channels, like wishing me well, people I haven't talked to in a while, people that were 300, 400 miles away from me. Um, and I wouldn't have gotten those messages if it weren't for social media that really helped me recover and get stronger and better. And thank God I'm okay today. But that was like a big part of why I fell in love with social media. So even little things like that about social media can really change a person's life. So it's important that people are on it and just try it out. If you're kind of new to it, um, try small, try something that you're kind of familiar with um, and know about a little bit and then kind of experiment with other things like Snapchat. Snapchat's definitely one of my favorite platforms and it's really awesome. All right. Now I want, I, I want to backtrack a little bit to that experience you know, when you were, you know, receiving those social media messages. Um, like, I'm trying to ask this the right, the correct way. Um, do you, like, how, like, knowing that you go, went through that, did you, did you know at that moment that, you know, if, if you didn't uh, do what you love, then it, life didn't matter at all for you? It was definitely a, like, changing experience. I mean, I was so close to, sad to say, but I was really close to death that when I woke up and realized what was going on and my friends and family were there for me telling me, it was life-changing. And I knew from there on out, I had one more year of college left at that point, And I knew if I don't do what I want now, like if I, if that could have happened to me at 21 years old, what could happen to me at 50? So I might as well just do everything I want now. And that really pushed me to realize that I wanted to work with social media. I didn't know what I wanted to do yet, but I wanted to do something with it because it was life-changing for me. Um, and at that point, before that happened, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was kind of scared because I was going into my senior year of college, and I knew I was in broadcast, but I had no idea exactly how I wanted to venture out of that. And it was an unfortunate experience, but I really found my way. So it was life-changing, and I knew I had to do exactly what I wanted to do right then and there from there on out because something like that could happen in a second. Wow, that's that's really 
I guess I could say uh, I'm very happy that you're here with us today, and I'm also glad that you, you know, you just, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, we, it's almost like, you know, many, many of us in this, in this world is only like doing stuff for the money. Then we're not doing what we love that we're called to do for the better. It's like we're following the program. And I think, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, you know, there's a few that, that gets it and they are doing what they love and making a difference in the world for the better. So I think that's, that's really important that, you know, we have like, you know, we really, we really don't have much of much time in this world. It's like, we have to, go up and do what we're called to do for the better and then make this world a better place. Exactly. I know that there's a video that went viral of Jim Carrey giving a graduation speech, a commencement speech, and he was talking about how his dad um, wanted to be a comedian but took the safe route and become an accountant and was laid off after a few years. So you might as well try to do what you want and fail at that than take the safe route and fail at that. So definitely reach for what you want. Um, reach higher than what you think you can do. And that's what I did. I found Zoom at the career fair at school. And it was towards the end of school. I was getting kind of nervous. I was applying for jobs. But when I went to the career fair, which also I would definitely recommend for anyone who's looking for a job or an internship, because it's really great to meet people face to face. And I met Zoom there. And I took a risk. I went in for two interviews. And then I received the job. So I haven't been, I have this is the best decision I've ever made. I'm so glad that they have me here. Um, and it was amazing meeting them. So definitely take risks and do what you really want to do. Um, cause something crazy can happen and you might not be able to get that opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. Uh, now I, now I've got it. Now, of course, uh, you know, may might not know about your article, but they got to know about it. Now it's uh you wrote an article called the 10 must haves, which was on zoom, which you, which, uh, which was actually on on LinkedIn actually, and it's really mm-hmm. great that you're that you you basically using LinkedIn like the their platform to share content and not just going out there like selling stuff. So, but I but one of my favorite parts of it is um uh, is road social road trip, which that was one of the top recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Case like, is it how important is it like for for any of us who are like building relationships online, you know, with potential business partners or, or to collaborate on a project for better, you know, to, to meet them in person. I think it's really important. And I found out about social road trip. Um, when I started at zoom, I, even when I was in sales, I knew about them and they do an awesome job of, making face-to-face connections and bringing people offline, online to offline. Um, so they do meetups. They did one in DC over the summer where I'm from. I didn't get to go, unfortunately, but I think it's so important to make connections online and foster them on there, but then take it offline and meet them in person because it's just so much better. I mean, it's hard to do face-to-face all the time because I know that you're in a different time zone than I am right now, but it's so important to meet face-to-face and talk to these people um, because it's different when you're on a computer and it's a lot more rewarding to see them face-to-face. And Social Road Trip does an awesome job. They do a Twitter chat every Sunday, um, trying to get people together. They have a huge following now, which is awesome. So shout out to Joel and Amanda. They're doing such a great job with that. 
and they're trying to do more meetups. So if anyone can get the word out about that, and if you want to meet with someone, definitely check out their Twitter page and their Facebook page. They do a really great job of bringing people together that are community managers or just work in social media or anyone that just wants to meet people face to face and make more friends. All right. Now, now since you uh, co-hosted a show, uh, you know, during the time in college, I give uh, people who are who are broadcasters, podcasters, television journalists, or the former to ask me a question here on the show. So I'm going to allow you to ask me a question here. So I really want to know how you got started in your job with podcasting and just making connections online because I know that you're the, you're the king of Twitter chats. You're on every Twitter chat I'm on. You're just amazing, and you you devote so much time to building your community and making friends online that I really want to know where you came from and what inspired you to get started in this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, Gabby, thank you for your compliment, but I I I tend to run away from uh, Saint Wayne King. I'm I'm not king of anything. I mean, but <laughs> uh, but but uh, for me, what what in, what inspired me to uh, be on you know Twitter a lot is the fact that. Twitter, you can interact in real time, you know, with people like how we're chatting right now, and mm-hmm. and the thing, and of course, you know, with Twitter chats, I actually found out about uh, Twitter chats through uh, through Brian fans on Rachel Lou Miller when they hosted their uh, their uh, S, at the time it was called Social Community Out Social Selling Hour uh, back in 2014, and since then I was you know discovering all these awesome Twitter chats. And then, and of course, when podcasting, well, my goal in podcasting was to lift up people, lift up the most powerful and influential people in the world who are doing great things in the world and be successful correctly without stepping over people's backs, basically. And so that was, that was the reason for me having my podcast. And over time, it's been a, it's been a learning curve, basically. And I'll say, um, I'll say by, you know, it'll be like three, three years three years i can't believe it since since hosting this show well three years since i start you know you know started a blog talk radio and then there's officially started it in february so i mean it's 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 been a fun it's been a fun journey to being a podcaster and chatting with uh, awesome people who are doing great things in the world and i want to continue to do that you know to to lift up people for the better and to continue to interview people who are successful correctly without you know, and uh, not uh, stepping over people's backs to get to that success for the better. That's awesome. I'm really glad that I heard that because I've been so curious about your background um, since we both connected. And I know that we connected while I was back in sales through a Twitter chat. So I was always really curious. So thanks for answering that. All right. And, and of course, uh, now, now, here's now three more questions before, before uh, whoever wants to join in. On this on this chat, uh, if he had the opportunity to spend one day with someone you admired, past or present, to learn from, who would that person be? I would have to say um, one girl that I interned with at the radio station back in college, named Frankie Greek. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of her, but she's amazing and she's been doing awesome for herself. Um, she also stayed after at the radio station because we both fell in love with it to work there. And then she had the opportunity to move to New York and 
she has just been blowing up all over everywhere. Um, she's really awesome at Snapchat. If you guys want to follow her, her handle is WT Frankie. Um, and on Twitter, she's Frankie Greek, I believe. Or sorry, one, what, WT Frankie, but she's awesome. She hosted the Times Square Ball Snapchat story. Um, that was huge for her. She did a really great job. And she's just doing a lot of self-promoting and connecting with people and building her own little community and just hustling hard. So I haven't seen her in so long that I would love to get together with her again. I know New York's not too far from me. So I definitely want to reach out to get together with her because she's doing great things. And I would love to learn even more from her. All right. Now, uh, where can uh, where can people find out more about uh, your work and also, you know, your you know the upcoming uh, community managers day? Yeah. So, I you can find me. My Twitter handle is right above the Great Gabby with three Bs. Um, I run Zoom's all social media channels, so you can follow Zoom as well. Um, and then to find out more about Community Manager Appreciation Day and what we're doing. Um, we'll be posting a lot more about it on Zoom's channel once we get more people and participate involved, which I'm going to be sending out all the information tomorrow. And I'll be self-promoting as well all over my Twitter. So you guys can find all of that at my handle. Um, and if you're interested in reading anything that I write, I write content for Zoom's blog. So the last one that you just mentioned, 10 Must-Haves for Community Managers, is a fun one that I wrote. And if you go back a little bit on the website, I wrote some retail blogs about using Zoom's analytics and everything like that. So. That's all about me. You guys can find that all there. All right. Gabby Yoakum, I want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here on Once the Word. I'm truly honored. Uh, do you have any uh, final words for our audience? Um, I just want to say, again, thanks for having me, Cheval. I really appreciate it. This is a lot of fun for me. And if you um, need any information or advice about community manager, um, or just becoming a new, starting your career and become starting in a new role, um, definitely reach out to me if you'd like. Um, I just graduated college in May, and it's my first full-time job, so I have a lot of experience with how to start a new job and starting in a new role and everything like that. And definitely follow Zoom. We, have, we do really fun stuff on social media. We send out social media news all the time, and then also stuff about our platforms. If you guys are interested in social listening platforms, please check us out. All right, Gabby Yoka, again, thank you for joining me on What's the Word. Thank you. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, Gabby Yoka. Uh She basically shared uh, a lot of her life journey to being a community manager, and I can say that there's more future, there's a lot more success for her, you know, in the future. And also, if you want to connect with her, you know, you can connect with her on Twitter at uh, Great. Uh, underscore Gabby as G-A-B-B-B-Y and also on Instagram at Gabrielle uh, Selena Yocum and also check out uh, their website Zoom as www.zoom.com to see more about uh, about what Zoom is all about and also you know their uh, their upcoming uh, you know Twitter you know showing, showcasing the community ma- people from Community Man- Managers Day so if hopefully you guys will check that out as well well, just to let you know, uh, if you miss this episode live, it'll be archived on you know it'll be archived on iTunes and Stitcher and tune and also on TuneIn Radio. But but to, but also you can uh, look at my media company's website, Avalonomedia at www.avalonomedia.com/podcast-2 
to see uh up you know the upcoming episodes uh that will be recorded on the live streaming platform called Blab uh next week and also you know our, you know our episodes are archived also you know here on Blog Talk Radio as well so please check check those out as well at www.valanomedia.com forward slash uh, uh podcast dash two so please uh, check it out as well well thank Thank you again for joining me on What's the Word. Uh, this show is about to uh, find out what inspires people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Shaval John. Be real and be independent. And I leave you now with uh, open, Opus 1 by uh, Hannes Barrett Hanneman. Hope you guys have a great uh, week. And I'll see you guys next Monday night here with a guest, uh, guest uh, Kami, Kami Huese, who is, who is uh, the founder of Zotica. Zwetika Media, and also the founder of Social Media Breakfast Houston. Have a great, have a great week. See you guys next week.